0: You're listening to Bellwether's podcast with Matthews Joseph. Hello, guys, everyone tuning into Bellwether's Podcast. This is Matthews, and today we have our guest, uh, Michelle Wax. She's all the way from Boston, and she is the founder of American Happiness Project. And she's here to share some insights about happiness, about how, how to be happy in life, and, and the, the vision and the, and, the, and the things that American Happiness Project is doing right now. So, Michelle, uh, welcome to Bellwether's Podcast. It's such an honor to have you today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat.
0: All right. Yeah. So do you mind telling a bit about yourself, what you do, what American Happiness Project is about?
1: Sure, sure. So we're really focused on sharing how people from all walks of life can create more joy and energy in the everyday. So we started out as a 50 state documentary project. And from there have really expanded to something I could never even fathom initially. So we primarily work with individuals and companies and organizations to share really practical things that people can start doing to create more happiness and join their everyday life and a big focus of ours is on what you can control on that internal state because a lot of life is obviously outside of our control what's happening in the world what's not happening what other people are saying or not saying and so our focus is on what you can do internally to create more of that happiness in your own life.
0: Oh, wow. Amazing. So I'll uh, just uh, jump onto to the first question that I have. How like, how has American Happiness Project helped enable more joy and inner peace in the lives of people and also in like corporates? Because I believe you guys have some few corporate clients as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we started out by working primarily with corporate companies that we've now expanded beyond that to organizations and individuals as well. But for what we do is we focus on a variety of different topics. So whether it be creating more inner peace in the everyday, creating more joy in the inner everyday, we focus on sharing the high level science of what's happening in the brain and body for when you're feeling not the best, right? For when you're feeling that stress or that antsiness or that worry and how to actually shift that in your mind so that you're able to create more of the positive emotions that many of us are craving, so right now we primarily work uh with companies doing workshop series. We have online programs that individuals can join as well. And then a variety of other resources too, like videos, workshops, things like that too.
0: Oh, wow. Cool. So uh, it's kind of like, uh, is, is it like a series that you guys do? Uh, is it a pa- pa- pattern or something?
1: Yeah. So when we work with companies or organizations, we do a four workshop series um, spaced out however they'd like. So most companies will do it monthly or bi-monthly in between, um, but the, uh, we have a, a variety of different series, but topics, some example topics would be building positive habits in uncertain times, mindfulness to create more common focus, really transforming stress to use that to your advantage, and the signs of happiness. We have kind of a whole bunch of them, but all under the umbrella of mental wellness and just helping people feel better day to day.
0: Wow, that's that's actually amazing. That's like that sounds like the whole package deal. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, which makes me want to jump onto the next one, uh, about a healthy mindset because especially uh, what I see is like, especially once we transitioned out into a pandemic phase, uh, working from home, uh, it's been actually the, most of the workplace situations has becoming high pressure and, uh, the pressure buildup is there deadlines, everything became much more complicated as it comparatively from what it was before. So, and, uh, how do we, how do you think like we can enable a healthy mindset in our high pressure workplace situations especially when especially in the i.t industry or almost every work from industry where you know where it's 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 kind of hard to breathe and you're on a suffocating stage uh, how do we actually enable that uh, healthy mindset in these situations
1: mm-hmm. so definitely i recommend starting off the morning on your own terms when you first wake up because um, a lot of people they'll just wake up to their alarm or naturally and they just instantly look at their phone and kind of get sucked into all that's going wrong or all they have to do that day. And so I recommend starting your morning out on your own terms to really take back that control and start your day on a positive note. And a simple way to do that is to ask yourself what we call morning questions. So there's three of them that I can share if you'd like. So the first one is what can I look forward to today? So allowing your mind to go to that place and go into that positive aspect instead of a lot of us, you know, kind of myself included, will spiral into all the things we have to do. But what can you actually look forward to? Uh, the second question is, what has potential to stress me out or worry me today, and how will I choose to respond to it? So, if you do have a stressful meeting or you know things happening that you need to get done or that you need to address, how are you going to respond to it? How can you anticipate it so that you are really able to meet it with the best state that you can? Right. And then finally, how do you wanna feel at the end of today? And what do you need to do or not do to make that a reality? So setting that intention of that emotional state and making sure you're checking in with yourself throughout the course of the day to see if you're aligning with it, right? Or you letting things kind of getting sucked into another emotional state that's a little more stressful or worrisome. Um, So checking in throughout the course of the day is good. And throughout, like after you start with those morning questions,
0: So basically, uh, in other words, like, you know, you just need to create a discipline in your everyday path to everyday life to create to get a healthy mindset.
1: Yeah, I feel like it starts with making sure that you're giving yourself the time to start the day how you want to start the day and not giving your attention away to other people. And then as things do come up, acknowledging and becoming self-aware with, okay, is this affecting me in a way that I want it to? Or is it, you know, kind of putting me into this stressful or worrisome or self-doubting state? And how can you start to shift uh, shift that?
0: Oh, oh, wow. Okay, wow. That's actually amazing, you know, creating a schedule, creating and checking in on a daily activity basis. That sounds like a fun thing, you know, to improve that. So, um, so what, so happiness. So uh, what are like the secrets to a lifetime of happiness? Because I believe everybody has that question. And I believe every person in this world is actually looking for a lifetime of happiness. and uh, every, everybody, every, every I think that's like one of the most biggest questions that any person would have compared, compared, because uh, at the end of the day you just want to be happy. you just want to be right wherever you are and you know you just uh, you just want to be happy, you just want to be content. So uh, what do you think is like the uh, what are the secrets you know to a lifetime of happiness?
1: Yes, I love that question. And this is something to give background for anyone listening. This is something now I've chatted with thousands of people asking them, how do you create that, right? That internal happiness. And it really starts with becoming aware of where you're at today, being self-aware with the things that you do feel happy doing or being and things like that. And really a big theme that we found is that it's an internal state, right? No external person or accomplishment or goal or amount of money will bring in that long-term happiness. Of course, it's gonna bring in that dose, right? That spark of, of happiness to you. But for really that internal inner peace and calm and that internal happiness, you have to become aware of how, really how you're gonna live life on your own terms. And it's gonna be different for everyone. But what we found is that becoming clear on what you truly want out of life, even if it's, not, if it's not necessarily what you should be doing, quote unquote, or maybe you've invested a lot of time into a career or a job or relationship that you're just really not feeling fulfilled or happy in, how can you start to make small shifts or sometimes big shifts to align with more of how you want to be in those things that do bring joy into your life? So becoming aware that you have control over it, you don't need to let other people or your job or what's happening in the news affect that internal happiness. You, you always really have control of your mindset and how you're processing what's happening around you.
0: Wow. Okay. That's actually amazing. And uh, well, that's like, That's actually, I think that's a secret guide to how to, how to get a how to attain happiness. So, and how does this, how does mindset affect happiness? Like uh, how does a healthy mindset or whatever kind of mindset, whatever type of mindset that you're in, how do you think that actually affects the state of happiness we are in?
1: Yeah. So mindset's extremely powerful. And I think often we're taught growing up that the external things in your life are going to bring in that happiness, Right. To your life, but the research that's been done shows that only accounts for about 10% of long term happiness or those external factors like other people, the amount of money you have, right? Relationship status, things like that. The majority of long term happiness is actually how your mind's interpreting what's happening around you. So that is your mindset, right? So we have a lot more power than I think we're often taught to believe. And it really lies in that mindset of how you're interpreting what's happening around you versus what's actually happening. And that's that was actually the number one factor that we found in our interviews was that people that were really referring to themselves and saying that they're self-described happy people. Right. They wake up for the most part daily. They're a happy person. Right. Of course, everyone has an off day here or there, but they work to cultivate a positive mindset and to really look for the meaning or the good or the opportunity in a situation where most people would kind of go to doom and gloom right away. And it takes effort. It takes consistent effort because I think the whole world is trying to tell you differently, right, <laughs> that everything's kind of going down the gutter. So it takes consistent effort. But what happens is that your brain is very smart and it, it it begins to adapt and it begins to physically change as well in order to allow you to go to that default state of looking for the good in a potentially bad situation that most people would describe as bad Or, you know, looking for what you can learn or the meaning behind it in situations over time as you work on work on your mindset.
0: Wow. Yeah, I think, you know, that that much relates to it because, you know, like how that actually makes a big paradigm shift in in happiness, you know, because mindset is actually one of the most important things as well. So, you know, have you had experiences where, you know, I mean, in these kind of situations where you had to turn a good situation, I mean, a bad situation into a good situation, or how do you do that? Or what's like the trick to that?
1: Oh, absolutely. And I think the first step is to get, to give everyone example, when, when the pandemic hit, you know, March of 2020 or so all of everything I was doing with the business was in person. Right. So obviously there's quite the halt on that. Entirely, And so I had to have a shift in my mind where at first I kind of had this moment of panic, right? But then I very quickly was able to be like, okay, how can we pivot here? What's the adjustment? And so the first step, whenever you are feeling that stress or that worry or any type of more negative state of feeling is acknowledging that's how you're feeling, right? Is becoming self-aware of it and bringing that to the surface. And then what I recommend, instead of going directly to this kind of blind positivity, which I don't really, it doesn't really work, right? Because your brain doesn't believe you and, and you almost lose a little bit of trust in yourself too um, because if you're trying to force yourself to think positive when you're really in this negative state of feeling, it's just not great. So instead, I recommend shifting to a place of neutral thinking. So bringing awareness to that stressful thought, that worrisome thought, that negative thought, and then shifting to a place of neutrality, right? So maybe it's acknowledging that, yeah, this isn't the most ideal situation, but I've worked through things before and I can get through this as well, right? Or maybe it's going to be a tough two days in my life, but after that, I'll be able to get through it, right? And kind of getting to this place of neutrality and looking back on your life where most likely you've gone through a tough situation before and you were able to overcome it. Um, So getting to that place of neutral thinking is powerful. And then from there, when your default state of mind or default is really at that place of neutrality, then you can go to the more positive end of things.
0: So it's like from tra- transitioning from basically from bad to a neutral state of mind and from there to good. So And this is about perceptions and perspectives, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. Wow. I mean, I mean, that's actually pretty good insight. You know how to. I mean, because I think I feel like most people would have uh, the situation where how to turn a bad situation into the into a favorable good situation, and I think that's one of the main things that it, you know every day. I mean, if you in any profession, I think that's one of the most challenging, uh, cha- challenging thing to go over as well but you know i think and that healthy mindset actually you know enables us to set that up into a into a different tone and into changing the odds around us into our favor and i think yeah that's actually pretty helpful and i think uh, most people are actually looking for that and you know uh, especially in the pandemic work from home phase which is actually more frustrating and also getting people I mean people get short tempered as well so you know overall i think that's actually much helpful and a good word of advice
1: yeah, and something that I also like to think about and share is, you know, if you believe your life is bad, if you believe your job is bad or whatever it is, right, then of course it's going to be bad, right? But if you even have that small shift of, okay, it's not ideal, but it can change, right? That's really powerful because you don't stay stuck in this state that's not ideal and doesn't really enact any change.
0: Right. So does that also cop uh, compound to another factor called the people that you surround with, like, you know? Uh, And the mindsets that I mean, I'm pretty sure that the people that you surround with actually have an effect on the mindset that you have. Right.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think along with the people that are in your life, also the content that you're consuming. And I think content is one of those things that we don't we don't myself included. Right. Like think it affects us as much as we do. If we're watching certain videos or following certain social media accounts, right, that are focusing on certain areas that aren't making us feel the best or making you feel like you're comparing yourself or that you're not good enough, auditing those things are powerful too, but definitely the energy and the people you're surrounding yourself with is extremely important. And it's not to say cut out people that aren't at that level or on on the way to becoming the way that you want to be as well, but you don't need to listen to their advice or their, you know, you don't really have to give much attention to it. Um, ideally, if you're limiting time or interaction with people that you do feel kind of crappy around or just down around, that's ideal. Um, and, and incorporating at least one person that is at the mindset or the more positivity that you want to be on. If you don't have anyone in, in your life like that currently, which it is, it is a little tricky to find those people sometimes, especially in our physical world. Like I would say in my daily world, a lot of people that I interact with with that more positive mindset is online, um, especially with everyone working from home or a lot of people now too. But I would also too, if you can't find that right away, listen to content from people that are on that mindset. That's been really helpful for me listening to podcasts and other content and things like that to kind of really have that in your ear at all times. Because if you don't, pretty much the world is either at a neutral place or often skews negative. And so if we don't have that kind of counterbalance, it can be tricky to, you know, stay in that state.
0: Right, yeah, I think that that makes a lot of sense too, because, you know, uh, especially because... i think the per- the only person who should be interested who's interested in in happiness is ourselves i don't think anybody else will be interested in you know our happiness but it's just like we just have to take point and we just have to take a priority level on our our happiness because i, I don't think anybody else will be even remotely interested because the goals of different people change and organizations change so and i think you know like you said cutting off people like you know not entirely cutting them off but you know you have you you know you can have a choice where, you know whether to listen to their um, to their advice or not you know you always have a choice whether to uh, heed to that person or not and uh, which actually makes a big difference and a huge uh, you know a huge difference and I think that that absolutely makes sense to what you were saying
1: yeah and I feel like too actually I posted about this yesterday where I like to think about too if you're hearing advice from someone or they're they're telling you that life is a certain way or that you can't do something right it's more negative. Think about if that person's living the type of life that you want to be living, right, in your ideal world. And very often they're not, right? So I have had a lot of people who, like, starting out in business, they would, coming from a good place, like they're not being malicious or anything like that, but they would give advice or, you know, ask ask questions and recommend things, but they had never started a business themselves, right? So coming from a good place, of course, but it doesn't mean you necessarily have to listen to it. Another thing, too, for, like, if something's happening in your relationship, right? It could be in any area of life or in your wellness or health, right? Is that person in that in a relationship that you admire and that you really respect or, you know, are they really not, right? So it's it's interesting to kind of become aware of that when you're interacting with people that are maybe giving you a perspective that you don't want to associate with or you don't really want to have ideally.
0: Exactly, like a choice. I mean, yeah, I think that that that's actually really helpful, you know. And uh especially in this season when people are looking for uh for, for for peace and happiness, you know, I think that's actually a great explanation. And you know, I think that session was wonderful with all the details that you gave about the secret to happiness and how to, you know, how to implement that in the lives of corporates and you know, you know, personal life. So and I think you know, it's it's pretty amazing. And you know, it's been an honor to have you and it's been really glad that you know, what we had this conversation about happiness.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me. This has been so wonderful.
0: Yeah, do you want to share anything before we sign off? Uh, you know, do you want to share anything to the audience uh, in a word or two?
1: Yeah, so if anyone wants to connect, the best way to do so would just be to Google American Happiness Project. Our website will pop right up. Um, we have an online program starting in January. Actually, I'm not sure when this will air, but um, we have programs throughout the course of next year. And so would encourage you to check those out, connect on Instagram or LinkedIn. And yeah, you can watch the documentary on our site too. A whole bunch of resources there for everyone.
0: Sure thing. All right. Uh, I think, yeah, you guys heard it. So make sure you guys check out American Happiness Project. And I hope you guys find the secret to happiness as well. And uh, thank you so much for joining, Michelle. It's been an honor to have you. And thank you so much for all of the listeners to, for listening to our podcast. Stay tuned with more uh, more content and more episodes coming your way. Thank you and have a great day ahead. Thank you for listening to Bellwether's podcast. If you loved this episode, do not forget to share and subscribe. Also, we would really appreciate if you could leave a review. Thanks again for listening and stay tuned for our next episode.